0: Hello and welcome. I'm Jeff Bonano and you are listening to the Do Something Nice podcast do, do. 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 something 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 something. Do, something do something Do something. Do something. Do something nice. Nice. Nice, nice. Do something nice. Do something nice. Do something nice. Do something nice. Hello, my friend, and welcome to another episode of Do Something Nice. How are you on this fine day? I hope you are staying safe and finding ways to enjoy life and love those around you. I also hope you've had a chance to listen to the last two episodes before this one so you have the opportunity to understand yourself and your ability to love. Because really, love is not as black and white as we've come to learn. In fact, there are many layers of love. Let's see. We've talked about philotia, which is self-love and finding what your self-worth is. We talked about storge, which is the type of love you see between a parent and their child, and how it creates a dependency and connection to family. We talked about eros, which is the passionate kind of love, and of course ludus, which is the love you have when you enjoy the experience of something. But what other kinds of love are out there? Well, in this third part of the three-part episode on understanding the types of love, I'm going to talk about three more types of love you may or may not recognize. Now, in the last episode, I talked about learning more about yourself by using Erdos and ludus as more of a tool. You can and you should learn about what makes you happy, what needs you have to make you feel more whole. It's okay to want to discover that, and allowing yourself the choice to do that is perfectly fine, so long as you don't do it at the expense of others, which is, of course, the tricky part. But it's possible because you have a choice. You can act or react based on the situation. But one type of love that is often tied to not having a choice is the type of love called pragma. Now, pragma also sometimes gets a bad rap and I'll explain why. Pragma is often the type of love you gain in situations, like arranged marriages, and I've even heard people compare it to extreme situations like Stockholm Syndrome. Because we often talk about pragma when we point out that when you experience pragma, you instead of doing something for someone because you love them, you do it out of respect, admiration, or naturally or unnaturally build a level of trust and affection towards someone. But one thing that we often don't realize is that, as human beings, we want to survive. as a whole, we want to build a society that allows us to continue to grow, thrive, and well, basically not die. Pragma, to me, while often seen in situations like what I just mentioned, is actually a state of love you develop while trying to survive. And believe it or not, when we talk about Storge or Erdos. Surprisingly enough, those types of love can turn into the love we call pragma. And right now, I bet if you turn on the news, see the chaos going on, or just listen to what is going on around our world during a pandemic, I bet you that you will be able to find examples of pragma all over the place. Especially when we as a society are trying to find ways to survive or stand up for something we believe in even if it isn't something that directly affects us. But this also can lead to another type of love, the love called filia, Because as we stand together, we build friendships, we develop companionships, sometimes in places where we least expect it too. Because when we learn to trust people, when we admire what someone is doing and build a level of respect towards others in our lives, we develop philia. This is most often seen when we have friends and interact with family members. It's the type of love we see in those videos of family and friends hanging out, even when they are forced to stay inside. When they find things to do together to keep each other sane. It's when you have a movement and people work together to make a difference, because they know and trust each other at this point. When you are asked who's the first person you would call when the going gets tough, the first person you think of is probably the person you have the most philia with. And here's a little surprise for you. While I mentioned in the last episode that irdos usually leads to relationships that don't last, if you find a way to develop philia in those kinds of relationships, that's when you get those situations where everyone thought things wouldn't last, but you surprise the heck out of all of them when 50 years later you are still together and happy. But it also depends on if that relationship has a clear understanding of philia, because you do need to know your own limits and you do need to understand who you are before you can get that trick to work. But before I move into the last type of love, I wanted to say that philia is very important in our world and we should never be afraid to have it in our lives. We often isolate ourselves and choose to keep from being friends with others. If you feel that way, I want you to know that you are important and you are needed. You are special because someone is going to need help with developing philia, and you can be part of that. So with all that being said, with a better understanding of what kinds of love we will undoubtedly experience in our lives, it is all tied to a type of love that can bring balance to everything around us. It's a type of love we can feel for one another in our hearts towards the planet we live on, the gods or universe we pray or look up to. It's the level of love one might feel when you sit peacefully with yourself and focus on the nature of things and the state of our world as an essential part of living. When you close your eyes and take your last breath, this is the type of love you want to have. That love is the ultimate universal love, the true unconditional love, the love called agape. In Episode 71, I mentioned that some people mistaken Storje for agape. We also often can think of Erdos as agape during the heat of the moment. Even philia can be mistaken as agape. In reality, we often mistaken the agape type of love for how we feel. And it's when we realize it wasn't agape, that's when we get confused and often have the feeling of being let down or heartbroken or just lost. The truth is, you can't experience agape until you learn to channel all the other types of love. You don't have to be an expert. And you don't have to get it right the first time, or the second, or third. It may take you a lifetime to figure it out. But you have to be willing to learn, and more importantly, allow yourself to believe in love. And as actor Ewan McGregor put it, above all things, I believe in love. And here's the thing, you cannot believe in it for others. They have their own mind, their own senses you'll never see through their eyes or feel from their fingertips. That's up to them to do, just as much as it's up to you to do the same for yourself. But you can support them. You can help them. Just know that you won't be able to do it for them. So going back to you, though, learn how to do that. Learn how to love by starting with you and work your way out from there. And I hope that it will lead to you wanting to help others understand that they can do the same. But again, it won't be possible unless you help through the means of kindness. Because being kind is a useful tool in learning love because it relieves a level of pressure that may prevent someone from learning. And it not only helps them, but it helps you too. So why not put your best foot forward and be kind? It will help us learn how to love in so many ways. and More importantly, it will help you get one step closer to agape. So, there you are. The types of love. Philautia, Storge, Eros, Lurus, Philia, Pragma, and Agape. I hope you enjoyed these last three episodes as much as I have and I hope it inspires you to be the kind person that the world could use right now. I have so many more stories to share with you and maybe when you hear them, you might also now be able to identify what kind of love is being felt when you hear about the things that people do. I hope it also helps you learn how to love yourself, not be so hard on yourself, and ultimately help you earn the life you've been given. If you have a story, though, that you would like to share with me, or if this leaves you with comments or even questions, please, by all means, I'd love to hear from you. You can get in touch with me by sending an email to mailbag at nicenet or leave me a comment on the do-something-nice.net website. Well, my friend, that's it for this episode, and I certainly hope it helped make your day better and provided some useful insight into yourself and the world around us. I would love to hear your feedback and ratings, so if you would like to follow this show on social media, you can on Facebook at Do Something Nice Podcast, on Instagram at be nice ninja, or on Twitter at BA Nice Ninja. You can also find this podcast at do something nice.net or wherever you like to listen to your favorite podcasts. Do something nice and the show's music is produced by myself. The Do Something Nice artwork and the original logo were designed by the talented Braylee Rainey. Also, Part of our support comes from listeners such as yourself. And you can help support the show by sharing it with someone in your life, then ask them to subscribe. Or you can order some great Do Something Nice merchandise by going to dosomethingnice.net and clicking on the swag menu at the top of the page to go straight to the Do Something Nice store. Finally, I just want to say thank you so much for listening in. And remember to be a nice ninja and do something nice. Take care and stay safe out there.